Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Four Pointers Fantasy League podcast. I am Jake, and I'm joined by Trent. Trent, how's it going? Fantastic, Jake. Fresh, freshly back from North Queensland, doing some scouting, massaging Ruben Cotter's hamstring. Got all the inside info ready for us to go. Well, it's really a touchy subject. Why have you got to bring up that place after what happened last weekend? To be honest, I forgot, Jake. <laughs> My life is a revolver out here. You don't wake up. How can I manage Jake's precious, fragile emotional state today? I think about the important things, like Fantasy League. This is true. So, yeah, uh, the Fantasy League was the last thing on my mind on uh, on Sunday when the Tigers were absolutely robbed. But I don't want to go on a 20-minute rant. You, I've honestly never seen you so upset. Yeah, it was uh, pretty frustrating. I was like, I actually struggled to sleep that night because I was just seething with anger. And I got up the next morning, like, <laughs> I'm still angry. Why? Am I? It's it's been like uh, like twelve hours, fourteen hours, and I'm still angry. What is going on? He <laughs> sounds like you're still angry now. Yeah, I still am. To be fair, so. <laughs> what those two uh, well, this is a fan- <laughs> uh, well, this is a fantasy league podcast. We talk about NRL fantasy football. We use the NRL.com.au fantasy league. Um, point system. Uh, Jake, let's talk us through your super impressive rankings while I pull up my equally impressive, incredible ranking of something terrible. Um, so I've got an overall rank of 26,280. Where are you at, son? Uh, well, I just want to talk about last week because I actually had a really good week last week. I had a rank of 4,530, so pretty uh, pretty solid rank. And uh, overall, I'm 21,091, so I had a fair jump uh, in the overall as well this week, which was good. Not bad, not bad. Going back to some of your form from last year where you were a dynamo. Yeah, it's taken 19 weeks, but uh, slowly getting there. Yeah, so... So now, Jake, we, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the year. Kind of talk us through some of the notables that we've got in team lists. Yeah, for sure. So the big one, uh, as everyone's sort of heard and, and has been well-documented over the last couple of days, we've got seven players out uh, for Manly. Obviously, a variety of changes um, uh, amongst that team, a couple of debutants, but that seems to be the, uh, the obviously the main the main talking point, the main changes perspective, which uh, going up against the Roosters uh, who have Joey Manu back. So, um, yeah, a big shift in, I'm sure, the money that would have been uh, from, a, a, I guess, a, a betting perspective over to the uh, the Roosters after those uh, those massive changes. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely uh, interesting from a fantasy point of view. Like, you can talk about all the political aspects of it, but um, I think every, almost every team in the league would be affected. You would think um, with those seven players out. Like, I know I've had one out, and I felt like I got off pretty lucky. Yeah, I think Cooler would have been the main one. Obviously, 26.8% of people that do own him. So um, I think I have two. I have him and Saab. So Saab's only owned by 10% of people, but still uh, still a fair chunk of, uh, of, of you know, affected. But it's yeah, it's, it'll be a, a hard one this week uh, for us in particular as we go into our first week of our, our finals footy. Yeah, DCE is 13% as well. So um, there's, a, there's a fairly high... Um, Percentage that people are lucky. Um, like DC is playing, obviously, but to my point, it's going to be hard for him to score points with all the weapons around him gone. Yep. 
or he's going to touch the ball a million times. Who knows? Yeah. So, and then uh, obviously Joey Manu is back for the Roosters um, in at centre. So if you jumped on that bandwagon, at least he's playing again. You'd still like him to be playing in the spine, but you'd rather him be playing centre at this time of the year than not playing at all. Yeah, still got a good break even of 26 this week. Obviously missed last week after with that. I think it was calf complaint. Uh, 778k. So a lot of people that the 15% of people that owned him would be uh, would be pretty happy. Um, in the the next change, we've got Reese Walsh has been named a fullback. So uh, we thought after he got dropped last week to the bench that you know they would look to the future and and uh, you know try something different. But uh, looks like they've reverted straight back to uh, to him at fullback this week. Oh yeah, it was the classic. Anthony Griffin, right? He's under pressure for favouring veterans and he had a perfect opportunity to not use a veteran and he did not take it. <laughs> so, Wait, you mean um, Stacey Jones, right? Oh, Stacey Jones. I thought we were on the... Um, I misread our notes. I thought we were on the... Um, what's his old mate? For Moses Meyer at for Cody Ramsey. I was like, that's down the bottom. We're still yeah, on Reese Walsh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously in a rush, Jake. <laughs> just just uh, skipping them along. So, yeah. Right through. I'm in so much of a rush, we won't edit it out. But on the upside, I was um, just finishing my team on my phone. So that also <laughs> didn't help. Um, Reese Walsh back at fullback, uh, you know, making the most of having the Ferrari, take it out of the garage one, one or two more times before the end of the year. Um, I think you can't really trust having him in the team at this point. You've if you haven't sold him, like I don't know why not. You want to get off that roller coaster. Like he could be on the bench again next week. He could be playing for the Melbourne Storm. Who knows? Yeah, it's definitely one to avoid. He's yeah, seems to be all over the place from a team list perspective. Um, next up, we've got Stephen Crichton and Jerome Luai who are out, replaced by Robert Jennings and Sean O'Sullivan. Um, I think the the biggest one to to look at is um is is Sean O'Sullivan. Uh, sorry, Stephen Crichton being out. Um, there's a fair few people that would definitely own him. Yeah, it's um, it's a hard time of the year, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, so many. Um, it seems like it's starting every every year. The earlier and earlier the player churn, the changing and the resting makes it hard. Like you and me are advocates for moving um the finals earlier, which we've done in our league. But um, it's even getting to this point of the year, players. Like everything we've talked about in this team list, everything's moving around and changing. It's hard for anyone to kind of keep track and keep a, their top choice 17 on the field, let alone in the finals. Yeah, definitely. It's a definitely tough one. I know you're 25, no, 25% of people are uh, him. So are looking to see how he shapes out for the for this week. Hopefully he's back next week. Um, just a quick couple of other changes. Yeah, so Tino Fasilamao, he moves to prop, and Aaron Clark's been named at lock, who's been scoring pretty well at lock. Uh, Mark Nichols is out injured, uh, and uh, cheapy Daniel Saluka for feeder has been named to start, so a good one if you've got, uh, I guess, some yeah, um, you know, a, backups. That's a potentially juicy one, especially we're about to talk about optimising your team and um, funneling your money into your top 17, 18 players. So a trade like that is um, perfectly situated for that type of situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then we've got Kalen Pong is out with concussion, which, you know, haven't been confirmed, but I think he's probably going to be out for the rest of the year. So Tex Hoy comes in at fullback. 
Um, and then your, your main one there, as you, you mentioned before, Moses Zembai replaces Cody Ramsey at fullback. So I think Cody Ramsey's, Ramsey's out for a, about two weeks, um, but Moses Zembai is pretty sh- good shaped at 222, I think it is. So could be another good option to, to look at. And then the last one, uh, as you mentioned right at the top of the, the podcast, yeah, Ruben Cotter potentially with uh, your, your magic uh, could be back this week after he's been named in the reserves. Yeah, I jumped the gun on the Moses Smiley thing, so I'm so excited to see him tear it up in the number one jersey for the Dragons. And uh, Ruben Cotter, he was an absolute gun, one of the best in the in fantasy league. So coming off the bench, uh, coming in the reserves, he might play off the bench. Um, that could lower his value a bit more, be a good chance to pick him up. I think if he um, gets back to full flight right before the finals, he's a perfect pickup for a lot of teams, especially we're about to talk about, once again, optimising your team. He's a player that can also play hooker. So having him in your team allows you to go with like one specialist hooker like Harry Grant and bringing in uh, Cots to be a backup hooker, but also play in the middle. Yeah, definitely. The the, the big uh, the dual, dual position players are big, uh, which like you said, will leads perfectly into um, our, our, I guess, super special magic whatever segment you want to call it. Um, and we're talking you about... You sound optimized. ridiculous, Jake. Yeah. Who would, who would, who would, who would, who would call it? A moment. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> close enough. Um, so yeah, we're basically talking about optimizing your team in the run home. Um, we've just come out of the origin period, we've just come out of a bunch of injuries, a bunch of buy rounds. Our team, most people are probably running their teams um pretty deep with talent. Now's the time you've got to start selectively selling off and moving that money into your 17, 18, 19 players and getting ready for the finals and getting ready to make up your last push in your overall ranking scores. So Jake, um, obviously we talked about dual position players. Uh, the other thing to talk about is the fact that we've got four more trades this round. Yep. Added to the overall kitty. So which will help a lot of people make these final moves. Um, you know, man, is a big fan of selling out or pretty much throwing everything overboard to make my ship as fast as possible get the sails wet leading into the finals. I've got, um, I prefer to have basically 18 really good players and the rest on 250,000 and below. How do you feel about it, Jake? Yeah, a similar model. Um, I think with the amount of trades, depending on how many trades you've got left on um, and the fact that for us or for me playing um, league focus um, finals, I um I have to I have to win every week because I'm in the bottom eight bottom half of the eight. So um, I'm going with uh, with trades up my sleeve. I'm going with seventeen gun players, um, and then obviously relying on if there's any injuries or um, or anything like that, I can um, sort of move around. Um, I've got players, majority of players on my extended bench that are playing or hope to be playing, and they may, may be named in the reserves. Um, but like you said, yeah, I want to have 17 or 18 players that you, you know are going to play, um, and then also have versatility especially on your bench um that can if there's an injury in your starting side can sort of cover um the majority of the positions on your um on your starting side because there'd be nothing worse than you have someone go out in your starting side and uh you've got you've got all four players on your bench or five players on your bench and no one to replace them with then just becomes a waste of time yeah i think you're right um i think the, the error some people make is they just go with a strong 17 I think you really need that eight, at least an eighteenth man there, to give you um, 
that security, especially with like we're talking about so many changes now in team lists and rest of players and last minute pullouts. So I think with um, when it comes to trades, I think now is your time to burn a few. You obviously got to make sure you've got enough going into the finals to make changes on the fly. But in an ideal world, you're probably going to the finals with four to six trades and a team that, unless there's an injury, you're pretty happy with. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think the, the extra four trades are going to make a massive difference um, depending on what you've got to start with. You could be basically just running with four, but if you've kept a few trades, um, you know, throughout the season and then you're adding an additional four, um, yeah, if you're playing head-to-head league, you could be really um, really shaping up to a, to be a, a force going into the finals um, if it's this week or over the next couple of weeks. Um, and then if you're playing overall and you're scoring well and you've got trades to burn, um, yeah, it's going to be great, great time for, for those sort of uh, sort of teams. We've touched it before, but the other super important thing to me is making sure you've got a bevy of dual position players and you've got enough positions covered. Uh, Generally, like I said, a player like Ruben Cotter is so valuable because you can have him in your middle or on your bench and he can cover both. I think having a backup hooker is vital. Uh, Like If you're out of trades or you're really low on trades, Harry Grant is out for one week then you've got the ability in the finals to swap in Ruben Cotter and move your 18th man, who's meant to be, in theory, we're discussing about a good player, move him into the 17 and then hope you can bring Harry Grant in the week later. It's hard to find top quality um, players in general this season, so finding good dual position players becomes vital. Um, wing fullback and centre is another one where if you can have one of them on your bench to cover both the centre and the wing fullback position, then you would like, and then ideally on your bench, you also have a middle um, and back, an edge and middle um, cover and a half. So you basically got enough room to move everyone around like puzzle pieces and then just slot your 18th man onto the bench once you've done that. I think, uh, while obviously you want to not have injuries and not have doing last minute changes, that flexibility can make a difference between winning your finals match and not. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. You said, yeah, there's a few good players. You've got Adam Elliott who can cover middle edge. Um, just looking at my team, you've got Hines who can play wing fullback or halfback. Um, you've got Burton who can play half or centre. Um, Targo can play middle or centre. So there's definitely some good options if you don't have them in your team um, that, that are scoring well and uh, and a dual position to, to give you that flexibility for sure. Yeah, well spoken, well spoken. Hopefully you can take your own advice, Jake, and win your first premiership. uh, Very competitive private league. Well, um, I think that's a good place to wrap it. Do you have any more pearls, Jake? No, good luck this week. Uh, Hopefully the Tigers don't get robbed. Yeah, we start our our finals early, try to avoid some of this drama. So I got my first match of the Loser Cup. Uh, (laughs) Fingers crossed on that one. Well, good luck in your real, real actual finals game, Jake, and we'll uh, good luck to our listeners. See you next week.